Hello ninjas and ninjas, and welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Perfect for business owners and marketing managers looking to grow their traffic, leads and sales from the internet. In this episode, I'm joined by Adam Bierney from Doctify. Doctify is a site that you can use to book medical specialists near you. And Adam's been the marketing manager since the start of 2017. In this episode, we discuss Doctify's approach with SEO, and we also get into some really hardcore super ninja stuff that they're doing with some billboard advertising as well to make it super trackable. It's an absolutely fascinating insight behind the scenes of a very exciting and fast-growing marketing campaign. And it's fairly hardcore. This is not for you know absolute beginners. Adam's doing some really cool stuff with their SEO and the whole team there. Um, so I really hope you enjoy this. It's a little bit more advanced, but well worth a listen. And don't forget, if you want some help with your own digital marketing, then head over to our website at ExposureNinja.com. We offer something called a free website and marketing review where we'll take a look at your website, we'll go behind the scenes, we'll also have a look at what your competitors are doing to drive traffic to their websites. And we'll put together a customized plan that you can follow to get more leads and sales from your website. It's completely free of charge. It takes around two to three working days to deliver over to you. We'll send you over a video which walks you through what we'd recommend doing. So that's at ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. Anyway, without further ado, let's get hardcore in some awesome SEO and billboard advertising with Adam Bianni from Doctify. Well, Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So Doctify has seen some pretty incredible growth so far. Perhaps you could take us a bit behind the scenes and, and talk about when you joined and how you ended up getting involved with Doctify. Yeah. First, when I got the chance to get to know Doctify, they were looking for, you know, after the growth they have, they needed somebody to take over to the next level. Having to arrive the first day to Doctify, before that, it was like the atmosphere and the vibe coming into the office. It was so obvious on everyone. It was, it's uh, such a young company, young people working there. Everyone is like so excited with the, the achievement. It was very exciting moments, the moment we, you step into the office, open plan. This is the type of companies, like I had some experience even going to interviews with, uh, in the past, going to companies where there is, uh, each one has a separate desk and no communication between each other. Doctify is something really special when it comes to how the communication flow is going into the office. So yeah, so when I started in, Having met the CEO and the, uh, the founders of the company, two of them are already doctors. And also we, we have the third co-founder who's uh, had a history also working in finance. You know exactly you are in the right spot. It's like the same when it's like if you're, let's say you are a car agent and then you're opening, a, uh, launching a business, you know exactly what you're selling. Doctify is launched by doctors. And this is what makes you, okay, they know what they're doing and they know what the market needs, which is the proper healthcare solution. As if you see our slogan, find healthcare your way. And this is one of the first stages that get me into, okay, you know what? I'm in the right place. Having worked even in all my life, worked in global companies. And Doctify was one of the major startups I ever started in. And this is the exciting moment for me to really work in a startup. That's awesome, dude. And how long had Doctify been going before you joined? Before I joined, it was one year. 
So they started in 2015 and I joined in uh, December 2016. So it was like around the doors of Christmas. So it was, uh, yeah, I started in the second week of uh, second week of December. That that's awesome. Uh, obviously, this is the the digital marketing podcast, and I, I obviously when I was doing my my background checks on Doctify and doing a bit of analysis on Semrush, the ranking and traffic graph since the end of last year is is insane. You know, it's as close to a, a hockey stick as you get with these things. So, um, let's talk about organic visibility first, and and what you guys have done with SEO, because clearly there's been quite a, a big push with SEO. What are some of the things that you've implemented since you've joined to get that ranking up? So the first thing is like, you know, when uh, the first thing when you come into the company and you have to check uh, the background, there was the original basis of how, what they want to do with SEO. The only thing is was the implementation. And you bring on your experience when it comes, okay, you know what? There is the schema markups, there is the working on the back end of the for page loads, the technical issues, fixing all all this, you know, as a whole package for the SEO to work. And most important is the content also. You know, uh, SEO like grows on content and the quality of content, making the right direction for because we had a full new team when I came, I, we hired totally new people, started from scratch. So we had like the someone from a, a well-known magazine working with us that has working on content for a long time. At the same time, we had the proper PR and the social media person. So the whole team is like was okay. We had PPC. We have you know arranged everybody to put in the right place. And working on SEO, we started mainly on doing the structure, how the website works, because our website is not like any other website. It is like unique. It works too much into the proper coding. It is one of the, you can say, one very advanced website in the market. It's not like you go with, uh, which uh, one of the funny stories, I was in the, a Google seminar and one of the companies uh, came up, oh yeah, I've done like uh, a new business. We launched it in one week. So actually bringing a template that costs you 20 pounds uh, and that's just launched it and that's it, this is my business. And it's growing. It's not about, you know, you started growing the business, but how much this, this website, this base you can build on to get the proper SEO working for you. So working with the SEO, starting with the business is like, when we started working on, as you can see, you will notice that we are the main company that, does, that has, for example, organic star ratings, for example. And this is not like anybody can have. And this is what we're offering our, for example, our clients. No one can provide such a service because everything is like authenticated. No one can be can have a review without uh, a code provided by the specialist himself. So everything has been done in a, on the back end from the technical part, technical side of the business, taking into the markups, the uh, metadata. We did lots of automation. So... I'm not going to go too much into the details. Some of which, like you will see if you go even to check our SEO, you won't be able. Only Google will be able when crawling the website, they can know. This is one of the things that are really the advanced uh, SEO we have implemented with our tech team based on what uh, other requirements are needed. Okay, cool. So I, I want to dig into a 
couple of areas there. Firstly, the content. And I, I think a lot of sites that are, are this kind of thing where, you know, you book something online, they tend to really struggle to get enough content on the site to be to be seen as authoritative, don't they? And what you've done amazingly well is you've got all of these individual pages for each of the different conditions that that your your specialists treat or the specialists who book through the site treat. So that's a massive job, isn't it? I'm guessing there's probably hundreds, if not thousands of, of these pages. So was, was that stuff already in place when you started? And was this quite an intimidating task to get all of that stuff put together? Yeah, when we when we started, it's like when I started working there, it was the base was there. So actually, the the start of the conditions was there, and what we needed is like okay, now we need to implement the right SEO uh, strategy. So it's like you have you put when when every company does is like SEO is just like you go there and okay, you know what? I fix the meta title description. I go oh, you know what? I fix the content. No, it is like how you structure the website by stages. So we started with stage one. We have all these conditions pages. We have all this content. So the content, anyone can provide you the content, but we do have like the right specialists in place to check every single content is correct. And then we have the other team, which is the dedicated SEO team to check, okay, how we can optimize this content on the page. And then the third stage is working on the technical side, how we automate everything at the same time, making sure like everything is like tracked. So we have some of the advanced software they're tracking every single page. So the team has uh, to go through hundreds of pages, making sure like readability is there, the ranking is there, we have uh, the visibility. So there are so many metrics working on every single page. So step by step, you, you can see like, okay, the moment you put, in, you can have like hundreds of pages, but not having the right structure, but say, oh, it would never rank. And this is what so, so many people uh, fail to do. It's like, oh, I have so much content there. Uh, I have I have placed the keyword in place, but it's not working. Why? And this is where goes the advanced SEO, how to make um, crawlers understand, oh, you know, I know exactly what this page is about. I know exactly what's the, what's the content about and making sure there is like, if you have like, let's say you're talking about dermatology, you will have so many subcategories. You, you don't want to mention everything in one go. So it's actually each page will be individual for a specific niche keyword to make sure like, okay, I know exa- uh, Google understands this, let's say uh, dermatology, let's say in X place, this is the page about. So actually, because we are a search uh, result pages, we have lots of search results pages. So everything has to be the interlinks working together at the same time, because when you're working also with PR agencies and at the same time with with like let's say online websites, they want to link back. You need to make sure each link is very, very, is a dedicated link based on exactly what's the content on the other sites. And that's how Google starts linking everything together. Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. Exactly the same content on all pages. So for example, if you're doing, let's say, uh, off-page optimization, and we have like, oh, you know what, this content from X website is doing um, a topic about cardiologists, for example. We try to make sure that the content on that page is relevant exactly to the content on our page. And that's how when you start looking at like it's like spider web, oh, this is really amazing how the content is really synced together all the time. So when you're doing outreach on a specific topic, you're making sure that the link you're getting is back to the page on your site, which is about that 
specific condition. So you're looking for that really contextually relevant link. Exactly. This is our priority. However, not not all websites would you know work. So most of them would say, okay, we will put only like a link to homepage. So it still works, but we tend most of the time to target exactly. And that's why most our PR target is like for specialists linking to their profile page. And this is the most, uh, the best working so far. And this is giving us one of the very high exposure out there. I I wanted to ask you about the the specialist pages because these specialist pages are really interesting. Whereas maybe some directory type sites would try to hide the specialist and, you know, require someone to be signed up or something before they could contact them. Yours are live on the site, aren't they? And not only are they live, they actually rank really well for the specialists' names. You mentioned there the the schema markup and, and the organic reviews. Perhaps you could talk us through a little bit about how you're getting those reviews to show up in the organic search results for these specialists. You know, there's different types of uh, star reviews. There's the branded, which is easy. There is the organic, and this is the tough part. And there's the paid. And this is for us, we concentrate on the organic. Because the paid, you can go to any provider, let, let's say like Trustpilot, etc. But still, these paid won't be able to provide ratings for specialists. They can only provide rating for the website itself. You, you won't see, let's say, Trustpilot able to give you ranking for individuals on your site. They cannot. This is not possible. So our rating is based, uh, work is like based on like markup, uh, very advanced markup codes. And this is where how it works on a single based profile page. This is what makes, uh, and at the same time, making sure that the coding behind each review, this is the, uh, this is the most important part. Each review needs a code. And this code is only provided by the specialist himself. And how Google goes, Google understands all this algorithm in the back. This is what makes it okay. This is you. You go search for a specialist, and you can see all the star rating out there. You see the ranking going up because it's the quality of content at the same time on the page. So each profile is being ha- passes through five stages before it's published live. And actually, every there is a periodic week and reminders how to do the optimization every now and then. It's for us at the same time, why we make it open because. For us, we, uh, we don't charge for booking and uh, we don't have a direct competitor at the moment because most others are like, you have like mainly with GPs, uh, uh, ours are more of private. Your business model is that you're charging the consultants and the specialists for their visibility in the directory. Is that right? Yes. Cool. Perfect. Okay. You have a very numbers driven approach to SEO, don't, don't you? You mentioned there that you're tracking the visibility of all of these different separate treatment pages and and you're being very, very focused on this. Maybe you could talk us through your approach there. You're not just tracking one metric like organic visibility, are you? You're getting very, very granular on this stuff. No, we have two, like two software, uh, advanced softwares that we track on keyword level, page level, overall uh, website visibility. We go in based on each keyword ranking, we have like periodic reviews, making sure like, okay, why? This specialist, exactly, let's say the name is not ranking, then we have to know exactly, go through a whole uh, a process. There's always a continuous, never ending process going through, like for update, because you can rank one day perfectly well, but you know, Google always does updates its algorithm. So, in other sense, one day you are number one, the second day you lose 10, 10 places, and then you go up one, then you go 20. So, for us, we tend to make sure like we're always up to date. So, we have 
this is one of the key features we use is like we have tracking for every single profile, every single page, every single keyword, and this advanced alert system we have in place make, have, gives the team the opportunity like, okay, I know exactly where I need to concentrate my, my work today. I need to fix, uh, let's say these 15, done, and that's it. And, and the other goes, as I said, on the page itself. Got it. So you're actually looking, you're monitoring every, it's like you've got a big dashboard in front of you and you're looking for areas which are dropping. And then that's when your team, that's where your team needs to focus. Is that right? You, we get the dashboard of multiple thousands of uh, numbers there. <laughs> so in other sense, it's like, that's why we need like an advanced system that goes through like, okay, filters, let's say top 50, top 10. And then there's like, it's like by level. So actually we know like these are priority one, priority two, priority three. So Definitely, you know, introducing advanced advanced systems to help a speed work is like a, is a key here for success in terms of SEO. It's like, uh, but this is the problem is like, uh, there are so many uh, big softwares out there, but not every company can work on. But however, there are alternatives. Uh, you don't need to pay 100,000 pounds for one of the most advanced uh, automated uh, SEO software out there, which we I used to use in the past which makes your, your work much easier. But however, as a startup, we use multiple, making it really, really efficient as if having a software worth 100,000 pounds a year. And this is what gives like uh, us the, the ranking we need and actually the satisfaction each specialist is, is like really amazed how much he's getting in return of what he's paying. That's awesome. That's awesome. When it comes to prioritizing different types of traffic it strikes me that you've got you've got a few potential traffic sources some of these specialists have a lot of like branded search traffic for their own name and you're ranking really well for those then you've also got kind of you've got people looking for say pediatrician or dermatologist and then you've also got people looking for you know itchy skin or something like that you know like a, a problem related keyword so how do you think about prioritizing and how do you decide which groups are going to be the most important for you? How do you prioritize the keywords that you're targeting? So this is the $1 million question you asked. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's like every specialist, for example, if I'm has special needs, and for us, uh, at the same time, we understand what the market needs. Suppose you are living in, you have a, a clinic in, let's say, in, in specific area in London, you would love that your profile uh, comes up if you're searching, for example, for a pediatrician in, let's say, Camden or Hounslow, for example. But however, you might have multiple profiles located in this area. And this is where you need to make sure like, okay, we, uh, we, have, we know exactly how uh, to, tar- uh, to target each search keyword and make sure each uh, search keyword gets the best results in other sense. If someone is searching for, let's say, pediatrician in Camden area, we make sure the search result page is the one that is ranking, showing all of them in one place. And this is uh, it's not an easy task, but this is making because you have thousands of search keywords, thousands. Anyone can be searching anything. So you can imagine how many conditions, procedures, symptoms people can be searching in thousands, I'm saying. So you need to make sure each search result page has the exact keywords search term on this search result page. So it's not an easy task, and but this is where the 
you need the tech behind it. So our tech team is very advanced in terms of like working on our needs. And this is how we submit like thousands of search keywords. This is how we want it. This is what the filter should be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's how it becomes without this automated system in the back end, it's really hard to achieve. So the, these pages that you're talking about, the, the search results pages, these are like what we call product category pages on e-commerce, right? So this is the category of all the listings that are dermatologists in Camden, for example. So you're serving up a page which has has those listings on. Are you putting any copy on that page as well? Or are you just, it's just an automated page that's generated by your system? I'm not going to go too much into details how we do it, <laughs> <laughs> but um you're putting the content, what you need in the back end. So you, for, example, the, for example, you don't need to have something visible on the page to get what you, uh, the search result to appear. It's like Google understands this page need, needs to appear. So actually how you, uh, what you're telling Google, I want uh, this to appear is like in the back end. So you don't need everything. So this is, we don't use like this, let's say not the old, but the, uh, the previous where you have to put the content on the page, which is visible so Google can crawl it because our website is different than other websites. If you have like a, a simple HTML website, it will be, it wouldn't work the same way. We have to do our job. Our job is more like code centric, I can say. It's like more of the coding in the back end, And that's what makes it really unique. Okay, got it. So I'll let people go and have a dig around on your site and try and see how it's all working for them. Uh, yeah, let them try. But I, I doubt they will because many tried and they had their website broken. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we know them who they are. <laughs> okay, a challenge has been set. <laughs> yes, they, they even won. We know like who, who exactly tried. And then all of a sudden, we saw their website broken. But when you tried to look, even the simple thing, with it, which is view page source, you know, oh my God, they tried to copy us, but they failed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, I want to ask you about links now. And the site has a pretty decent, healthy link profile considering its age. So what are some of the ways that you think about acquiring links? Uh, you're talking uh, internal links. Uh, sorry, backlinks. Ah, the backlinks. This is this is one of the, the best part where... When I started, we had to launch. It's like it was critical for the business that it needs the proper backlinks coming. And that's why we, when we launched the real PR, like the, we had the department for PR and mainly for social media and PR. This is where like, okay, you can approach, you, there are so many systems outside to reach out and get all this content. But the most important is the quality of content you're providing. To know, uh, to know exactly what people are searching for is exactly knowing uh, okay, what is the trend? What are the trending topics? For example, let's say, for example, Kate Middleton is having a baby, etc. You need to have the right content so that all these journalists, all these, oh, I want this content, please, I want the video with it. So they will be like running, please, I want it today. And this is where what how we concentrate and getting all these backlinks because we have built in a record time in the last six months one of the top journalists, you will see them now working with us, contacting us, calling us, can you please provide me content? People are starting to ask for our content due to its quality. And this is the key to success and getting all these backlinks. So where are you putting this content? Is this on your blog? Some of them, some of it goes on the blog and the other, uh, the other goes on the other websites. Let's say on the 
newspapers that say, if you go to Metro, you will see so many of our, uh, this is one example, uh, the, uh, you will see so many of our articles out there. And we get, of course, if you go to our blog, you will see there's lots of engagement from our specialists. So we provide them uh, the platform to publish all their studies. We have all the content editors, the, the content writers, so to help them in getting the best article out there. At the same time, you might see already we have lots of videos on our channel. So we have our own studios that we launched also the studio. So we have like a nonstop, it's a rolling every day we have lots of specialists coming in and we going out and you can see already on our channels yeah it's it's, it's really interesting and, and your content angle and, and your link angles super super fascinating i can see for example that all of your your specialists are linking from their own websites to your site as well so i guess as soon as you grow the the list of the the number of people who are who are specialists and, and listed on your site that also grows your links as well right so Definitely. Like uh, the idea is that showing the specialists, if, I, if I'm giving you the option, you can build your own website, okay, and wait for someone to come to you, even if you want to hire an SEO specialist or an agency to do all this, how, how much of traffic you will get in a short period of time. However, if, I'm, if Doctify is providing you a profile, SEO optimized, which includes also in your own video interviews, you can speak about your conditions all for free, okay? And we, we do all the work for you. And actually you get also the star, organic star rating, which nobody can offer you this easy, let them try. So this is where like, the specialists start, okay, you know what? Let me link to them because definitely I want, we are offering the, the calendar, there's options to call. We have even dedicated numbers. So actually it's not like an, any numbers. E- each number is like tracked, they know exactly who hang up, who called, waiting on the call. So actually even specialists request some information from us because if, there's a, a, we, if we notice ourselves that we have lots of unanswered calls, then we notify them, listen, uh, you got like 20 calls in the last three days, 50% of them were unanswered. This is a missed lead, you know? So in other sense, we're helping them also in tracking all the calls and they know, okay, they can go back to their secretary, why these uh, calls, and actually we provide them even the telephone number for each person that called them. So this, this, all this uh, service going on, definitely they would look, okay, wh- uh, it's better to link to Doctify because if they want to call me, if they want everything is tracked, everything is in place, all reports that are provided to them um, on a monthly p- uh, basis. So everything they dream of is there for free. In other sense, it is considered, it's like a very small charge, but it's like, if you want to price it, it's roughly free. So it's kind of like you're taking on the administrative side of their businesses to the extent where they'd rather just send you the business than take it themselves. Of course, yeah, they can, yeah, using, if you want to integrate, let's say now calendar, it will be more expensive than their, their uh, for example, subscription for it. So actually, this is the basic. They can use our calendar. They can use all our tracking systems. They can use our SEO, our star rating. They can use our videos, the, uh, everything. They can use our TV channel. All of them are, it's all there. So definitely everyone now is going forward uh, to using our services rather than using theirs. I can tell you one uh, very good thing is like we have one specialist calling us to thank us uh, dearly. And we, do you know why? One of it was because he got a job because of Doctify reviews. Hmm. Because the 
you know, every hospital searches for each specialist profile. So actually his profile came up on Doctify on the organic ranking, and he had all these reviews and the stars, like five-star rating. And actually he got the job. He couldn't believe it. He said, thank you very much for that. So this simple thing makes how we structuring the business is like unrivaled. Every day we're putting a new initiative. We have new ideas coming in also. And this is how the create, um, one of the best things uh, I make sure that my team is working on is like be creative, fail to learn. There's, uh, I need you to fail in order to learn from things. So nothing is like be yourself. Come, uh, come up with ideas and let's in, uh, implement them and test them. Yeah, that's that's awesome. The more we talk, I can see how you're building value on both sides for the for the user, but also really taking care of the, of the doctors who, I guess, a lot of these businesses. I'm thinking like the rated people and checker trade and stuff like that, where they've used the model where you can contact a specialist through the site. A lot of the the people who work for them, the specialists themselves, actually don't view those services particularly favorably. They kind of feel as you know they they pay grudgingly because they feel like you know, this company is just taking some money off the top of uh, where you're looking at a completely different model and actually trying to take care of as much of these people's businesses for them as possible. And by doing things like collecting the star rating, you're actually doing stuff that they probably wouldn't do for themselves. Yeah, of course. It's like other companies have like a target. Let's say if you want to, other companies like to totally depend on uh, charging specialists just to get leads. Our business model is totally different way different our model is like how we can build your profile how we can we get you out there how to make sure like all the services we're providing we're giving you all this exposure and most important having uh, making sure uh, our patients are a priority we need them to know who is their local doctor if you yourself know if i ask you now how many of your the local doctors you know around you uh one one, but probably there are hundreds. You don't, you never know. And our our aim of the business is like not just oh, you know what, I want to provide you leads. This is our target. No, it's making sure our target priority is the patient, making sure they know who's the doctor. We, we are like you can say we are the trust pilot of uh, uh, for specialists. We are like everyone, every patient will know exactly this is the rating for each doctor. Uh, that's the service. Uh, share with us their experience. And this is the, the key for us, what's making us like really unique. It's like probably if you even, everything differs with us. It's like from how we present our product, how we pitch to, um, to specialists. It's like totally, totally different model than any other. I want to move on from the SEO and the digital side of things and ask what you're doing with, with offline. Because you mentioned in the, in the pre-show chat that you're using some billboard marketing, which was kind of surprising to me because obviously with the SEO and everything, you're so data focused and data driven and billboard has, you know, typically been something where, or billboard or bus shelter or whatever, the JC Deco stuff has typically been the sort of thing that's actually quite difficult to track. So how do you, how do you approach that sort of stuff? Even if you can't get the very specific traffic numbers that you might be looking for? I think and probably uh, Kelly, who works with us, is like, I feel sorry for her because she had to work really hard with us how we want to product. So people think like billboards, sometimes they are untrackable. Uh, definitely you can use, let's say, on the billboard, let's say like your URL forward slash, let's say you can see on most of the tube ads, it's like there is like forward slash tube 10, for example. 
in order for them to understand that this uh, user came through this ad in specific. For us, it's different. We use the approach is like for targeting these billboards based on location. So not going too much granular into how we did it, but we spent like tens of hours by postcode. So there is a target for each. So if you go around London, you might see, okay, there is no billboard here, but why there is a billboard there? And this is all data driven. So we had even Telefonica data coming in. We know exactly, I don't know if you know it, but uh, each person who has a mobile phone, your journey is tracked. So we had these massive Excel files doing all these formulas to filter up who's coming from this area, for example, to here. So I, I, need, I know who's my, like you're doing personas, each like uh, if I want to target people for, or specialists like for this uh, specific specialty, I know I need to have the billboard in this area based on the data. Already, for example, pro- most of the, co- like you, you can know exactly how much you're getting uh, from the billboards based on the calls coming in. In particular, they come also from companies, but at the same time from specialists, we know exactly why we're targeting this area. It's based on our data. We have like the data center is like, we just filter, 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 filter. And now we have for over one year ahead, they knew, okay, we need this postcode and JCDCO are very helpful in like, we send them every week, this specific postcode. Do you have anything around this area? Because we, when you do everything like automated, these alerts come up, okay, you know what? For the last three weeks, you get, let's say, lots of visits from this specific area. Or there is an interest we need to push, for example, for specialties in this area. So if you don't have doctors, let's say, in this specific area, and you know that lots of uh, visits coming from this area, then definitely you need to start boosting your brand and presence in this area to get even specialists. So actually, if, you, if you're sending someone out there, the specialist already knows you are. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen your ad. If you can't reach him through other channels, then this is the channel that is only 100 meters away from him. It's on his doorstep. Like, oh, you know, every day I see it in front of me. This is how when you use data in marketing, it's no longer like for billboards in Pacific. Oh, I, I know I need to track it. It's like more of a branding, but making sure that it is the right branding in place. That's such a sick approach. Yeah, I, I, exactly. So yeah, they, um, GC Deco spent two months and a half they, we, had, we, we had to change all the listings two times based on how they said nobody was crazy enough to submit such a proposal. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, it was nearly cancelled. <laughs> but it was like, um, you know, I, I need to say thank you for Kelly. She's a strong believer in our service. And she said, I will do anything to help you in this. That's incredible. So just so I understand, you guys are looking at where people are searching from and also where there are unmet searches. So if I'm looking for a dermatologist in Soho and actually no one's in, so or there are no dermatologists in Soho who signed up. And then you're using billboard ads very specifically to target either the patients or the doctors in those areas in order to bring up inventory or bring up search volume. Exactly. And this is, uh, this is uh, one side of it. The other side is like, I'll keep it uh, a secret. (laughs) (laughs) The other side, this is like the obvious uh, part, but the more, uh, the other part is like more of like how I can push, let's say, how you push retention. Okay. uh, Something like that. This is how it works. 
I'm trying to be generic, sorry, but there's some limitations. How can I cross? <laughs> You're trying no, to squeeze fine, me fine. in, and I'm like, okay, I'm trying. How can I stop this? <laughs> that's that's incredible. I know that you also mentioned using the the Sky advertising, where you can be quite smart about demographic targeting, right? Yeah, we we haven't we. It is like in the process, uh, but this is where like for us, anything that we can determine. Anything that we can sync with our numbers, we are interested in. It, like, for example, one of the things like I mentioned in the past is like like the ad smart. The ad smart is one of the main things. Like, because you know users they need to subscribe, and you have this skybox, etc. Similar to other channels, you know exactly the gender, the profile, the date of birth, etc., etc., etc. of this person, and you know the age. So actually, to target yourself, it will be easy to tell them exactly. This is my age group, the age group I want to target with. This is the gender. This is the content. This is the ad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's more targeted ads on when you go to AdSmart. On TV, it's the opposite. It's like uh, when you're booking uh, spots on TV, it's like really hard to. Uh, you can still target, but at the same time, you won't be able to really know exactly who's the, who the, who's the person behind the screen. Even though if they tell you this is, uh, oh, you know what, some big, some channels are biased to females, some channels have uh, more of like, let's say, if you go to other channels, let's say, um, I can give an example like Home, for example, these are more of like channels that are more like grand designs, these programs. So more of like people that are looking to interested in home designs. This is how it works. It's like you, you start going through all this metrics understand okay what i want uh, what is my target and the moment you see like there is when you do i always advise my team to use colors when you see like green red orange oh you know that's interesting the more it goes green towards green the more okay you know what this is the right target i want to go for okay so that that sky smart thing is i guess it's kind of digitalizing what was previously quite an offline and difficult to track thing if we're saying for example people who watch love island might be young and they might be a particular demographic whereas actually you know that's quite a, it actually had quite a broad audience whereas with this sky thing that you're talking about actually you can target people no matter what they're watching based on their demographics of whoever signed up for the subscription yeah exactly it's the same with in stream radio like you can if you you want to go for an ad on an on a radio station. There's always like a specific listeners by program. Okay, it's the same like when you want to advertise, let's say on LBC. You know, it's more of political, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. At the same time, an in stream is different because there is a member subscribe. Uh, they have to subscribe or register, and this is where you need you, you understand. Okay, shall I go to radio or in stream? However, definitely an in stream radio. Like okay, there won't be this much of like let's say there is a hundred thousand versus twenty million. So this is where you target and where you want to go and how much you want to invest. But it is key that, that how, how you do the budgeting, this is the key. It's like uh, either you want to go for, for every one pound I spent, I want to see how much I'm going to get in return in terms of like uh, traffic, the visits to how much the cost per, uh, per lead based into other channels. What is the cost per acquisition, for example? All this goes into a flow. And then you you add to it what is the if I let's say what's the lifetime value of the client what's the lifetime revenue and then when you start saying okay how much is, is this is the right target I need to work on is this the right uh, channel etc cetera, etc cetera. and this one you know 
everything is uh, goes into place and we have like so far like we have declined like so many opportunities because we even though they were you would say like wow this is what, where i want to be it will be my chance but we know based on our big data we know that this won't work for us and that's why we we are very specific in where where we go and how how long do you give a particular channel say the billboards because these people are always the salesman will always say, oh, yeah, but you need to build up awareness. You know, you need to be going six months on this TV ad before you're going to build up up enough awareness. So how tolerant are you with that? And, and are you saying, right, we're looking at the data this week and we're going to make a decision based on that? And this is like for us, I'm very tolerant. Why? It's like how you set targets to your team is the key. For example, as I mentioned, let's say the billboards. OK, how you do the deal. In the first place, for example, is it possible for you? For example, let's say I'm having a fixed budget. Everyone needs to work on. I make sure that this uh, the performance is getting better month on month. So actually, the the money that is being cut from the marketing budget can pay for the billboards. And I can tell you uh, from now, if we continue on the same level with the same uh, budget set in place, our performance will be paying for the billboards the same as, as if we're not even adding one penny to the marketing budget. This is how it works. So, so far, we won't be paying an extra budget because how you perform, I can give you a simple example. If you're, if I, if you're having, let's say the paid channels, which can be from the social media paid to the PPC, which is like the AdWords, et cetera, and Google, or uh, you, you, you have the Microsoft, et cetera, and Yahoo. If you wanna cut, from each, if each cost per click goes down 10 cents multiplied by a thousand, that's a hundred pounds. Hmm. Make it, what about I make it 10,000? That's a thousand pounds. Ah, it pays a couple of, uh, let's say a billboard, for example, paid. This is how it works. Even optimizing on, ah, uh, this is non performing. If I, if it's not getting, okay, let me optimize it in terms of the bidding, et cetera. And then, okay, this covers, uh, let's say 10% of a billboard. And this is how optimize, uh, working onto numbers. And in the end, you look at your uh, PNL or your KF, uh, KPI or KFR. Oh, we didn't even spend a penny on the new campaign launched. And this is how it works in uh, general. Okay, so you've got a fixed budget that you're working for. And if you want to pay for something, then you've got to reduce the wastage in another one. Exactly. I tend to uh, concentrate on it because this is what gives the team the incentive. It's like, the main, it's like, you know, each uh, each person has targets, each person ha- is like incentivized into, into something. So it's how uh, you incentivize the team and put the right direction for them is how they come up with the right strategy moving forward. If we were going to say like, oh, you know what, I have lots of money to spend, 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 spend. It will happen with like some of the companies out there that went bust uh, recently. They were... You would see them all over the tube. I used to wherever I go, I used I used to see them everywhere, and now they went bust because they were spending their money lavishly. Even like on a tube station, if you want to advertise for two weeks, it's thirty thousand pounds. But they had it like for one. I don't know if it was for a long time, nonstop. So you can imagine how much money they paid, and then they went bust, and it's been acquired the company, and it's the same field we are in. And this is how it's like more of being like people knowing exactly where to spend every single penny is the key. 
Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Adam, this has been absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much for taking us behind the scenes of Doctify. Where can people find out more about you and more about Doctify? Um, if they want to know more about me, there's my LinkedIn. If there's more about Doctify, they can visit our website, www.doctify.co.uk. Or they can go to our um, social media channels, which is uh, uh, on, the, on Facebook. Just put Doctify and you will see. And also LinkedIn, YouTube. We have the new TV channel. We also have the new live TV on uh, Facebook and YouTube uh, starting from very soon. So they can follow us on there. Awesome. And we'll link up in the show notes so everyone can follow you on every channel because this is definitely something to, to watch for the future. Thank you so much, Adam. Very much appreciated for your time. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care, Tim. Bye-bye.